Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are at hour number two of Oilers Now. Going fully interactive. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Uh, we're talking a bit about the Oilers' goaltending situation. Sirius Gord jumped in and... Uh, well, frankly, had one of his better calls. He talked about uh, crushing grapes back in the day, and the fact is that uh, you've got mature, ripened grapes up front and maybe not quite the same maturity on the back end. Give me your thoughts on what the Oilers should do on goal. Uh, do you buy some of what Sirius Gord is suggesting regarding the defense? I think there. I think you can make that argument, but I also think you need to see with what you got with Broberg here. You got four games at home in a row where you control a matchup, find a way to get them 15 to 18 minutes a game. And because uh, I don't think the Oilers need to be overplaying Darnell Nurse to the tune of 26 to 29 minutes a game. I'd say find a way to keep them under 24 per game. Texas at 780-496-0063. The Ashley Fine Floors text line, and we're going fully interactive. We'll take calls, too. we got a full board coming. I will tell you that Japanese Village, uh, for 50 years, Edmonton's destination for a celebration for the census, reserved today at jvedmonton.ca. Don and his staff at Japanese Village, multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you. We are going to go to Grand Prairie with Ben on line number one. Hi, Ben. How are you doing? Not too bad, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. Let me ask you a question. How long have you lived up in Grand Prairie? 27 years. Okay, so you just missed. There used to be a bar in the Grand Prairie Inn called, I'm serious about the name, Jiggers, that's J-I-G-G-E-R-S, On the Wave. That was the name of the actual bar. And uh, Mulrooney went to Grand Prairie in 1988, and it happened to be the year that all the guys that were planting trees with me that year, we all had these mini fake machine guns. That didn't go over very well in the hotel that year. That's all I'm going to tell you. you know, we had these, well, little, you we had these water guns that we were horsing around, and uh, let's just say we got shut down in a hurry on that front. I think it became triples after it was jiggers. It became triples? That was, yeah. a, that was the name of our, all right, that's crazy. All right, I, I, I'm like, who comes up with a name like that? Anyways, uh, fine community, Grand Prairie. What do you, uh, now, by the way, who's coaching the team up there these days? The junior you 18? Know, 
I haven't really followed the storm for probably about half a dozen years now. All right, I'll get Brendan Escott. I, I, I thought Fran Gal was he up there for a brief period of time? Uh, he was. He's been sort of bounced around the Alberta Junior League. All right, what's your thoughts on the Edmonton Oilers? Well, uh, on, on the goaltending end of it, I think uh, it's always been a head scratcher for me, Bob. And maybe you've got some thoughts on this. Is you know that goaltending is a very very fickle position. Yes. Uh, you know, you're, and you've mentioned quite a few times here over on your show over the past few weeks that, uh, you know, uh, you know, Campbell had a 30 game stretch where he was a 925, 930 save percentage guy, and then he kind of goes sideways. And that seems to be the trend for a lot of goalies, Bob. And I'm just wondering why teams are signing goalies to five and six year big deals when you know you're going to get a lot of ups and downs from your goalies, and it gets really tough. You know what? That's a fair assessment. I mean, I know I've talked in the past that unless you have the top three or four goalies in the world, goalies are to me are a bit like relief pitchers. They have a window where they're really good, but then maybe they don't sustain it beyond a two or three. And by the way, I, I, I can't believe I missed this because he reached out to me in the fall. Eric Thurston, the former head coach of the Alberta Gold. I, I feel shame. I mean, I've probably talked to Eric 6,000 times over the... Literally, I used to see him every day at the U of A. Eric Thurston's a head coach in Grand Prairie right now. I think Bill Peters is the GM, and Eric's the head coach, and uh, Bill Peters, as many people know, was the head coach of the Calgary Flames. Director uh, of player personnel. Director Bill, Peters, of, yeah. Bill Peters is the director of player yeah, personnel. Mark so. Bomber's back is still the GM there. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, yep. So, all right. I, I mean... Yeah, you know what? Uh, so you're saying why do the Oilers give this guy five times five? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Well, and it's not just the Oilers. Like I mean, Peter uh, Pedersen from L.A. just cleared waivers at five million a year. Yep. Like I mean, uh, like I wonder if teams are going to start rethinking their strategy. I mean, uh, Sergey Bobrovsky. I mean, that's a huge cap hit for what he's got left another six or seven years. No, I think he's only. Got, I don't have my book with me, but I think he's only got three years left. But I get your okay. point. Se- seven years at ten million dollars a year. Hey, Brendan, could you just hop on right uh, uh, cap friendly and look up uh, uh, Mers in Columbus because they signed him to an extension and it hasn't gone well for him either. Valid point, uh, Ben. Thank you for the call. Okay. You bet. 780-496-0063. That opens up a phone line. Uh, we are going to go to Fred on line number two. Fred, you're in orders now. Hey, Bob, don't mind me. Just got out of the dentist chair, but I had to call in. Uh, for $5 million, you got to make at least one or big two saves a game. And you know what? This might be a little radical, but do you think maybe a week or two down in Bakersfield would do Campbell any good? Uh... I know that's a tough call, but the way he's playing, you expect a lot more out of him. There's no question you expect a lot more out of him. That's I, I wouldn't send him down. I, I, think he, I think he's the type of guy with his makeup and how critical he is of himself, Fred. I think you got to support this guy right now. Uh, yeah, you got a good point there. But another thing, Kenny Holland, I think what he's got to do here, uh, do a little minor tickering on the back end. And you're going to get a few players back here up front. But uh, I think you do that and then come, you know, the trade deadline, you go for the big splash. And the thing that concerns me, I'm looking at Seattle. How are they doing it? Like they're Well, they got depth at scoring. That's one of the things. And here, I'm going to be brutally honest with you, okay? When the Edmonton Oilers had Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Taylor Hall and Jordan Everly, 
and they played the Chicago Blackhawks during, uh, it would have been either the 11-12 or 12-13 season, uh, and, and people were like, how in the heck did Edmonton score 17 goals in two home games against Chicago? Well, the, the Hawks came in, and they were dismissive of the Oilers. Because they weren't, you know, they weren't jacked up to play them. They're the Chicago Blackhawks. They'd, you know, they'd already, I think they were going to Vegas for one of those, you know, coming out of the game against Edmonton. Everybody gets up to play McDavid and Dreisaitl. The Oilers, the Oilers at times when they weren't very good, they would catch teams once in a while and spank them. And, and I think with Seattle, they weren't very good last year. They had poor goaltending. They're way deeper up front than they were. So they can attack you through three or four lines. Um and they're, I think, frankly, they're. And the other thing is, I think Seattle's played an easier schedule. Like Edmonton, of the bottom seven teams in the league, if we're going to include Chicago, do we include Vancouver in that? Like the Oilers have played Chicago twice and Vancouver once out of the bottom seven teams in the league. They haven't had Anaheim. Uh, this will, uh, Phil, Fear the Fin fan, won't like this. He's a Sharks fan, but they haven't played Anaheim. They haven't played San Jose. They haven't played Columbus. The Flyers are a poor team. They haven't played like they, they've they've played a top, which is doesn't like they're thirteen eleven. Yeah, I, I think we all thought the Oilers would be sixteen and eight right now. They're yeah. not. Um, and one one oh, final yeah. point. Yeah, one final point. I think you'll totally agree with the bottom six needs some sanity. Hundred percent. No, no, no. They got to like I, I'm telling you, even with the four guys they get back, they need to improve the support forwards on this team. I totally agree. Great show, Bob. Take thank, care. Thank you, Fred. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Patiently waiting on line number three for twenty minutes now is Joey. Hello, Joey. You're in Oilers now. Hi, Bob. Uh, great show. Listen to you guys all the time. Um, kind of a Bruins fan here, but I know the Bruins have gone off such a great start, Bob. Yeah. Um, do you th- how long do you think they'll keep that up, or do you think they'll kind of? dive a little bit or just keep it going? Uh, I think they're pretty good. I think they've got real good depth. Uh, I, and one of the things the Bruins have is they have everybody at least for the next couple of years at a financial price point that uh, affords them greater depth in their right. organization. Their goaltender line is uh, all marked, got off to a tremendous start. They're off the charts at home. They've got the best two-way, you know, I, you know, I, right now Patrice Bergeron's the best two-way centerman in the NHL, even at his, you know, he's, was he 34, 35 now? Yeah, uh, 35, the, yeah. The, I, I don't believe for a second that Krejci would have come back if Cassidy had stayed there. Uh, they got a deep team they can score, and they did it without McAvoy to start the year. I think Boston's pretty legit. Um, yeah. They've got, you know, they've like, got a significant, and they have enough size further down with guys like Frederick further down the lineup that helped them out as well. they got a good team. Right. Okay, well, thanks for the call, and yeah. uh, I'll keep listening. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so if you're a Bruins fan, you should be smiling. They look like they're pretty good. 780-496-0063. We're going to go to Chris in Edmonton on line number one. Chris, you're in orders now. Hey, Bob, how you doing today? Good. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, looking at the team the last few weeks and, you know, looking at from the defense and the goaltending, you know, I, I agree. Like Campbell has not had the, 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 the start of the season that we expected, but the other thing too is like, and you've said it a lot of times, like he needs to stop beating himself up for yeah. a bad performance. Like he needs to have like basically kind of like what Speck would talk about with Mike Smith in the sense like, you know, you let a bad goal and 10 seconds later, you forgot about it afterwards. Yeah. And I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy for a goaltender to be able to change that mindset, but yeah, like he just needs to stop having so much self doubt in him. I don't know if that's the right word to, 
to describe it, but he just needs to, you know, be a little bit more calmer and just like, you know, focus on the next save to make afterwards. Like I, you know, you look at that Chicago or not Chicago, Minnesota yesterday, like of the five goals scored, like there's at least two, maybe three of them that like shouldn't be going in at that point that he needs to have. Yeah. Uh, the third goal, the third goal is a nice goal from Goodrow the forward, but Jack will tell you, he's got to seal the top half of the net there. And the fifth one went right through him, and you know. And now the two power play goals off blown face off coverage, those aren't on him. Like they gotta they gotta work on that stuff. That's you can't give up goals on fifty fifty pucks off of face off losses when you're shorthanded. You should at least have a box and a perimeter built around the net to protect. Like give up the shot from the point if you have to. But they, yeah, you know, so no, they did a poor no, job in that regard. I agree with that. And, but that's the other thing too. Like, it's not just like the defenseman, but it's just the team defense. Like, you know, when you look at that, when even you look at that, that, uh, the third goal by, by Goudreau, like when you kind of, when you kind of have a missed uh, assignment or you kind of just let the guys go by afterwards, like, and you, you gotta have like, the guy's gotta be able to look and back up for the goalies. And that's whether it's Campbell or Skinner. hundred percent agree with you. The coverage has to be better. And, I don't know if you just gotta change up like the pairings. Like, there's a lot of mix up with the with the forwards. Like, I'm surprised we don't do more change ups on the pairings. Like, you know, I like Nurse and CC to get better, but maybe you just need to do a bit of a change up. Like, put like do like Kulak and CC for for a game, for a couple games like on this home standard. Like, you know, maybe do a little bit more of a, a shutdown. Like, where you know you don't have to worry about getting the offense and. Or just maybe something different, just to yeah. mix it up a bit. Like, okay. Hey, thanks. Thanks for the call, Chris. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. By the way, uh, a couple different texters pointing out, Bob Patrice Bergeron's thirty seven. He's not thirty four. Wow. How about this? This year he's got nineteen points in twenty two games. He's plus twelve. Last five years, plus 26, plus 27, plus 23, plus 23, plus 21. I know some people think plus minus is a BS stat. Not there at eight. Uh, we have a full board. We're going to keep her going here, and we're going to drop the puck. Uh, I think we're going to go to Ali on line number Ali. We're going to Ali Al- out of Hope, B.C. Ali out of Hope, B.C. Now, Ali, do you know which movie was filmed in Hope, B.C.? Uh, not really. Rambo. Ramble. Okay. Hi, Bob. How are you? Good, Ollie. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, What's I up? have a question. Um, is possible like they can make a move on goaltending? Because I, I, I don't think so. It's going to work, uh, Campbell. Uh, he's, if he's going to keep playing like that, the Edmonton always going to lose the season. And I don't think so they will make a playoff. Uh, I would suggest to you it's going to be very hard to move a 5 times 5 contract right now. Yeah, or they can make a trade on uh, defensemen. Um, well, I think I, I think you can maybe you know I I think the easiest thing to do in the short term is change the dynamic in the bottom six and find a way to add a forward with a little bit of bite. I think they need to evaluate Broberg before they trade for a D because they need to know what they have with him. Um, and I think it'd be virtually impossible to trade Campbell's contract right now. Sorry, yeah, I, I just think that's the reality of the situation. I think it's a. Uh, is playing better than Campbell. Oh, there's no question Skinner right now is playing outplayed him. It's not even there's no debate. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Ollie. Take care. Uh let's go to Don on line number three. Don, how you doing? 
Hi, Bob. Good. Just uh, your opinion on a couple of things. One is changing the rules to allow players to kick pucks in. There's so many stoppages and video reviews. I wonder what your thoughts are. Well, they've kind of changed that a little bit. They like it used to be automatic that if it was you know directed and they used they used to disallow and now now you can kind of direct it you just can't boot it you can't be Rick booting tooting. Okay, okay. Uh, second question, sort of personal nature. Um, you've got such a good recall on the minutia of hockey. Uh, do you ever forget your wife's anniversary or anything like that? <laughs> Uh, do I ever forget my wife's anniversary? Yes. <laughs> I am not the smartest man, but I'm smart <laughs> enough to remember the anniversary. Thanks, Don. Okay. Take thank care. You, Bob. Yes. Yes. Uh, Kathy is indeed a glutton for punishment. I can tell you that. 20 years, Brendan. We're going into your, uh, this was year 21 this year. Good for you guys. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. That's uh, all I got to say on that. Uh, let's move along. David out of St. Albert Online, number four. How you doing, David? Good. How are you, Bob? Good. Do you remember your wife's anniversary? Buddy, we've been married for 34 years, my friend. There you go. Must be yeah. doing something right. You know, my dad's advice to me, my dad's long since passed. He says, Bob, here's how you handle things in a relationship, right? Once you commit to getting married, allow your wife to make all of the small decisions in your, you know, in your household and understand there are no big decisions in your household. <laughs> Oh, you're not far off, my friend. Compromise is the key. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yes. Compromise. Yeah, got to go two ways. All right. Uh, what do you got? Hey, well, we're not far off, but I, I, goaltending is not our problem. Can they be better? Absolutely. That's not the issue. I, I firmly believe Bouchard's playing better, eh? Yeah, he is playing better. I, I'm sticking by him all day. Yeah, and I love it because I would move him. Not that I don't like him. <laughs> He's playing better than straight up. All right. What, 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 what are you thinking? Well, because his value is higher. That's why. And so the guys, the, the common denominator is this team is playing exactly how they did before Vander Kane came last year. Yes. And when he came, he changed a whole bunch of stuff. Yes, he did. We're, we're a better team with him. And so he's gone, not to mention the other fellows that are missing. So we're really playing shorthanded. And if you look at Nuge's line, that poor guy, the other night he took three penalties, man. Uh, maybe four. Yeah, I think he four minors. Most he's ever had in one game. Yeah, and so I'm not saying he's frustrated. Uh, there was a couple of bad calls there. Look at his line mates, unfortunately. Yeah, Jan, right? Mark, and Pogliarvi, yeah. Combined yeah. total of two goals this year. Yeah, and so that Nuge has been here forever, and he's on, like, literally, he's like, and again, I'm not trying to cut guys up. That's not what it's about. Long story short, Bob, here's what I would do. I would uh, talk to Vancouver. I would try and negotiate something uh, for Bo Horvat and a Tyler Myers boy. And I would try and I would probably engage uh, Mr. Bouchard, who I like. Don't get me wrong, but he's got my best value to do any kind of movement. Yeah. And, and from there, I would also offer up Yamamoto and Puviarvi. And if we're we're serious, if we can arrange something. I would give him my first, but I get their second. That's what I would do. All right. So you're moving out seven million dollars in contract. Uh, I I don't know off the top of my head what what Myers is at. I think he's in the fives. Uh, you're, and and Horvat, I love Horvat. I think he's at five and a half. That's ten and a half million. So the the dollars don't work. That's the problem of doing that. And, Could they not eat some? Or sorry, the orders would be at yeah uh, three. So three for Pulleyarvi, three point one for Yamamoto. One, let's just say one for Bouchard. So it's ten million for seven million. And then you want to flip. You want to flip a first for a second. 
Uh, 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 well, we got some defenders in in the farm. Yeah, right? but we don't. How many offensive puck? How many offensive puck movers do they legitimately have in the farm? Well, you you let, okay. So here's the thing, though. To be fair, uh, you could use Darnell on your power play if if Barry's not doing it, and Broberg is supposed to be that guy. Broberg is. Uh, I'd say he's completely unproven. Hey, you know what, David? A, a interesting concept. Uh, I got to get a couple more calls in. Thanks a lot. Okay, let's go no to. Uh, thanks, Dave, for the call. Let's go to Kevin on line number five. Kevin, you're on Oilers now. How you, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, Bob? Good. Hey, I was uh, just wondering here. Uh, I've noticed Jack Campbell's playing a lot different uh, with his style. Is it because uh, Dustin Schwartz has got him playing that way? And I've noticed with uh, Koskinen, too. Koskinen would go out to Finland, get some coaching done, come back, and then for two weeks he'd be freaking amazing. And then three weeks down the road he's back to his knees and he's not facing the shooter. Like, um, then that's what I've, I, I think. Campbell is kind of confused right now, is what I'm thinking. Well, he does look confused. I'm not sure. I would, ha- you know what? I'll do some digging on that front to see how much. It is interesting that a couple of the best goaltenders in the world are Russian, and they're not huge. Okay, and that's Sorokin and Shesterkin. Like they're not six foot five or six foot six goalies. But yes, but they, they stand up and they face the shooter. They're they're not playing on their knees and they're not deep in their net. Yes, and this well, is and this is okay. and this is how right. and this is how uh, Jack Campbell is playing right now. He's, yeah, and, and yeah. when he played with Toronto and L.A., he was always out facing the shooter, and he was he was upright. Hmm. Okay, interesting so point. Is, Kevin, yeah. I appreciate the call. I want to get one more in. Thank you very much. Okay, final call that we're going to wrap here. We're going to give Haji out of Calgary. Uh, about 45 seconds here. Haji, let her rip. I'll be quick, Bob. First of all, uh, you're lobbying to give Broboz more ice time. I would argue that the two guys behind the bench would know him best. Uh, they had him for a year down in the minors, and they've watched him develop. So if they're not willing to give him that extra ice time, they see something in him that uh, has them a little bit concerned. Okay. Secondly, regarding Campbell, he is very hard on himself, but what he does is it actually disarms the media. I mean, how do you go after a guy that's uh, already being hard on himself? So taking him away from the media is not going to do anything. I think that's a tactic that he used, and it's kind of a self-preservation tactic. Okay. And thirdly, team toughness. Yes, it's an issue. We're too many battles. We're losing them in front of our net. We're losing them in front of the opposition. Uh, our forecheck is fast, but they're not winning the puck battles and uh, the face-offs. Like, Derek Ryan, I love the guy when he was in Calgary, but he's down around 44% now. Yeah. He's losing those draws. And, uh, it's not even close. It's not even close, man. He's been a 56-career face-off guy before this year. He's at 44%. So, I mean, that money's got to get spent on somebody with some size that if you can't, uh, if you can't outsmart them, at least you can outmuscle them a little bit. Okay, good Go call. Thanks, Thanks Haji. You bet. Uh, 127 in Edmonton. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get into the Oilers Now Injury Report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. It's this simple. James H. Brown, over 250 years of experience, they get you the best results. Evander Kane, the Oilers miss him. No question. Probably two and a half, three months. Um, now, does have feeling in his uh, fingertips with that wrist. There's been players that have had similar injuries that haven't had any feeling for uh, a month and a half after the initial skate cut when that has happened. Connor Yamamoto was on the trip to not play either, either of the two games. He's been out with an upper body issue. He had a uh, whiplash last year. Sometimes that leads to neck issues, ligament issues. Uh, he is currently out of the lineup uh, 
put on IR along with Yamamoto was Ryan McLeod. He was playing about 15 minutes game, lower body for him. And a core issue for Warren Fogle, who is not yet on IR, but has, uh, did not make the trip like McLeod. Uh, those are your four core injuries for the Edmonton Oilers. They're missing Deherney and the Miners as well. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. I'll get to some of your texts at about 145. Quick hitter with Kevin Radomski coming up. He's the new alternate governor of the Edmonton Oil Kings. This is Oilers Now.